Welcome to a Blooming Good Time podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Blooming Good Time with Crowley House. I'm Riley. And I'm Emma. And I'm Beth. And it is raining outside. And Pouring. It's... Can you guys hear that? I think so. I, I hope so, or else that'd be awkward. We're just going to take a moment of pause. <laughs> take a moment to, to like rain. listen to the beautiful Oregonian natural rainwater. So we have to describe the setting here. We're upstairs in the office. And yes. it's this quaint... Office slash south-facing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> view. There's a view, kind of, usually. You can't really see anything now. But we're looking out the window, and there's it's water It's super cute. Everywhere. It's like the little... It could be in a book. It could be in a book, definitely. Yeah, it's got mm. two dormer windows that face south, overlooking vineyards. You cows. can see Mary's Peak, which yeah. is the highest point on the Cascade Mountain Range. Mountain Range. Yeah, yeah, it's really pretty. Anyways, it's really it's been stormy, and we have flooding. We have had some flooding. Well, we just had a huge snowstorm, as we have said before, and. It just warmed up. just warmed up. Everything's melted now, and it is flooding everywhere. Our river. I haven't seen the Willamette River that full of water in so long. I feel like the last two years have been a bit of a drought. Well, it is in in the summertime, but I feel like our rainfall, I don't know, I I should pay attention. I'm the farmer. (laughs) But I feel like we do get adequate rain in the winters and, like, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I feel like this year... We've had a lot of rain, and the summer was super dry. We've had a lot of wildfires, that kind of thing, during the summer. And we had, like, record heat wave this last year, which was 117. 117? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It was super warm. It was so hot. Fried everything. I was not here, the poor girls. Our trees were burnt. Like, all of our, like, Pacific Northwest pine trees were toasty at the end. So I feel like we're getting some much-needed rest with the rain. Everything's healing. It's coming back to the earth. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is. I mean, I, I, you know, there's times in the summer when I just like literally dream of rain. And I know that I'm a true Oregonian because it rains and it just makes me happy. Mm. Like the smell and just the sound of the rain on the tin roof. And I don't know. I mean, do you guys feel that? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I was like, no. I am a true summer baby. <laughs> Do you not summary. crave the rain? Mm, no, not really ever. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I get depressed <laughs> immediately. Okay, if it's been super hot for a really long time and then like one or two days of rain, I'm good. But I do so like those. Like, I agree with you. Those like Scottish. Island yes. rainy days where it's like cloudy. I do like, but like that. Like they're poofy clouds, and you can see the sun through, and it's so green outside. I have specific music for rainy days that mm. helps me not be. Depressed. And Celtic Ooh. music is one of them. Yes, yeah, spot on. It's like a happy rainy day. Yes. Yeah, and then you bake something. Yeah, you mm. have to, or like mm. French music. Oh yeah, cozy. Oh, oh yeah, totally. Glass of wine. Like, yeah, jazzy. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Upbeat. Not I depressed. L- no. Yeah, I love the, setting the music to the weather outside to whatever I am cooking or baking inside. Just making those all mingle together just puts you right in the mood. It's yeah. a vibe. You could do it so wrong and it ruins your whole day. <laughs> <laughs> One oh. of those things are off. <laughs> well, okay, I was thinking... Like, you know, like, the worst situation is when you know the vibe of a place and somebody plays music that is so not the vibe and it makes you hurt inside. Yes. Like, it cringes. Like, it brings <laughs> me pain. Riley speaks with her I, hands. Oh, like, it brings me so much pain. Like, okay, I love my father. I love him <laughs> so dearly. I make fun of him all the time and he hates it, but... This one time we were <laughs> we were down at our cousin's cabin. They had like have a little cabin by the pond and it was nighttime. We were sitting next to the fireplace. It was summer and he is like in charge of the music somehow. <laughs> <And> he, <laughs> but it has good taste in music, don't get me wrong. But like 
It was he just wrong for he the He doesn't occasion. necessarily pick up on vibes. Because he's a he's, he's a man, a boy. But that's not true. I mean, just, Brayden picks up on vibes. That's sexist. <laughs> no. But like I just think he just doesn't have that oh weird to say empathic, but weirdly empathic feeling of what's going on around them, right? Mm-hmm. Like feeling the vibe, feeling the area around them, like this isn't so he starts playing some music, which I really like the band. But it's kind of more rocky pop than we're sitting next to a bonfire and it is nighttime and cozy and this music is also way too loud. <laughs> it, I don't know if anybody can talk and I was like super embarrassed. But it's fine. He eventually <laughs> changed it to one of my playlists and it was much better. I think I did. Well, anyways, okay, so music, we're going to have that on another topic later because that is super important to us. I think it it sets you in a vibe and no matter, like, you know, whether you're cooking or you're gardening or you're just, you know, chilling or whatever. Oh, I started reading uh, an actual book, like Michael, like we said, mm-hmm. and it's really interesting. And you know you pick up a good book when everybody that you walk past in the bookstore or around the store is telling you, oh, my God, are you reading that? Oh, my God, that's such a good book. Oh, my gosh, this is, like, the best book you can get. I got that at least ten times. So I'm really excited about it. It's called Mexican Gothic, and it's supposed to be, like... You can put it in the show notes. Yeah, put it in the show notes. But it's supposed to be a... Like a nineteen set of the nineteen fifties in Mexico, and it's like rich pageant girl and her like cousin got married like super fast and mysteriously like lives in this like super dark and dank creepy house, and pretty much like is it haunted? It gives me Rebecca vibes if you've ever like heard of that book, or like Jane Eyre. Like, is there a ghost? Is there a woman hidden in the walls? It's like. What is happening? I'm very excited about it. It's like creepy, but like cozy at the same time. <laughs> I'm like looking around. <laughs> is there someone in it in the walls? Oh my god. There was, okay, so the crawl space. I This room, that's the office, used to be my bedroom, right? And there's a crawl space in, which is this door, which... Doesn't no, stay I have my desk closed. Oh, yeah. It. I put, what did I put against? Something against Your it. Your chair, right? My chair. I had a pink chair against it, but it doesn't stay closed. Like, it'll open on its own, which is scary. But for a long time, we had a pack rat in the walls, and I would freak myself out. Like, <laughs> what if someone's actually living in there? Like, what if there's a person in the walls and they're crawling out of the crawl space at night? And they're, like, eating our food, but they're in my room, and this is terrifying. Like, I had that thought all the time. Anyway, (laughs) active imagination. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That rain, though. It's just, like, sheeting on the window panes. Anyway. not in the zone i'm getting there. no riley's getting in the there. zone riley's in the zone okay emma speak oh, oh no. shoot that made my ears and it's not in the zone i'm not it's okay we're I'm talking trying. about something that you don't really have that much to do with anyway. no rain food <laughs> She loves eating food. I have so much to do with it. (laughs) I'm a great taste tester. Do you not like to cook food? Look, I haven't found (laughs) the enjoyment yet, okay? Maybe someday, but like... You love to bake. Do I, though? You I should mean, see your face. I pretend. Look, I like to be like a homemaker boss babe. Like, but cooking's not my thing yet. Maybe someday I will like really find a passionate like outlet with it. Mm-hmm. But you but haven't okay. yet. But this, this, <clears throat> yeah. but you love to eat. I do love to eat. <laughs> 
Yes, please. I'm Can very good at that. You're very good at that. You will eat whatever I put in front of you. I shower Riley with compliments. That's all I need. To cook for me. Yeah. I feel like I do that with my husband. Is like I used to get kind of like, oh, you're in my space kind of thing because he would come into the kitchen. And then I realized, oh, this is his love language. This is what he loves to do. He loves to cook and he's actually a better cook than I am. It's I do compliment him a lot, so he keeps doing it. Hey, I will That's grow using it. Using your feminine you, ways, <laughs> you can cook it. Actually, I have to say, like he does, like the bulk of like the meats and that kind of thing. But when it comes to sides, meat, yeah, I'm all about. I can make the best salads, and you can. Love salad. I could live on salad. So salads and then sides, any vegetable, I will I will do it upright. And then he just does the meat. So I, th- I think it's a good it's a good dance in the kitchen. Mm. And we do enjoy cooking a lot together. And that's where you know you pour that glass of wine, you turn on the good music that like if you're having Italian or you're having this or you're having that, and you just sink in and enjoy. And you don't even have to talk. I never used to do that. I guess. You know, when I was your age. I think I just haven't done it, so I just yeah. don't. I do that to clean up after. <laughs> I'm always great. the cleaner. I just but like, I am too. <laughs> yeah, I just put on my music and clean everything. That makes you happy. That does. Makes me happy. I guess I'm so this year. <laughs> we have a great, uh, we have a great teamwork, yeah. babe. Yeah. So this year, I feel like I really want to delve into, like, for myself and, you know, you guys are included in my family, technically on the farm. But we, and we did this last year and we did okay with it, but I felt. I'm technically not your daughter, right? (laughs) Depends on what situation we're in. (laughs) The day. The day, the moment. Um, No, but like if we're, you know, last year we gardened, we did a lot of chores I mean not chores we did a lot of chores we did do a lot of chores (laughs) we grew a lot of stuff we didn't always harvest everything we kind of like let things go I think most farm or most people that grow veg do that but I felt I feel like this year I really want to take the bulls by the the bull by (laughs) multiple bulls We will have multiple bowls. Oh my god, that is so right. Emma. I mean, it's funny, but it's true. There is a lot of bowls. <laughs> there are. One of them we will dominate. Hopefully. We'll take one at a time. All the bowls. Okay. We will take all the bowls. <laughs> no, but I think last year we just. You know when you start a new job and you're just overwhelmed with the work and you're just like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to remember everything? How am I going to do this, this, and this? I think with anything, especially with growing vegetables or flowers or fruit or anything, there's so much to know. And you can't know it all the first year and you can't know it all the second or the tenth or the – you constantly are learning. Yeah. Well, flower farming is hard enough as it is. Yeah. And then adding on – the food part. Yeah. <laughs> or like a vegetable garden. Because, and two, the climate's always changing. Like, we talked about having a hundred and, you know, 17. Whatever, a day, and then all of a sudden it's switching to, like, snowing, you know, or that kind of thing, where you're just, you know, uh, your plants and, and trees and everything are just kind of going through changes, and then you as a human have to go through and guess how to fix it all or to make it grow well or the bugs mm-hmm. and learning. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Hearing the cell phone buzzes. It's fine. I didn't it's bring mine fine. in on purpose. Don't mind me. That was just the rain. It was the rain. Thunder. I I'm Thunder. seeing that there's actually snow mixed in with that, you guys. Do you think it's oh. going to snow again? No. Go away. <laughs> I'm done. We had that our snow. It? <laughs> We're done. We're done. You're Basically done. after uh, New Year's. I'm good. <laughs> I could go straight to spring. I'm ready for spring. <clears throat> I, I love spring. Actually, we're supposed to have some nice weather this weekend, so I'm planning to get out to the gardens, clean it up. That. Yeah, we've we still have a winter garden going. We've got kale and Swiss chard, and we've got some beets, and um, there was some leeks still out there. That's really cool though, because I remember this summer you were like, "I really want a winter garden." Yeah. 
Mm. I didn't do it as well as I wanted to, but but you did it. I did it. And you I'm did proud. something. There's food. There's so much to learn and know. It's but okay. we're always learning. Yeah. So we grew a lot of food last year. Mm. We grew a lot of food the year before and the year before that. Balancing that with preserving or using it all. Balancing it with grocery store runs or, you know, like sometimes, I don't know if you guys have this happen to you, but sometimes you go out to the yurt and you don't realize what you have and you went to the store and you got some things and then all of a sudden you come home and you're like, oh my gosh, we have five jars of peanut butter. We did not need peanut butter. I do that. But, you know, just talking about like your saving money and Mm. not going and getting, you know, the coffees and all those kinds of things. Like our last podcast we were talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. About saving money. I don't know if you necessarily save money gardening or growing your own food. I would hope you do, especially (laughs) now, because I went to the grocery store the other day and it was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like for just a a thing of meat, like I think it was a chicken, um, which I have my own chicken, but um, somebody bought me chicken. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like 30 some odd dollars for a chicken. 40 bucks. Wow. and we I have know. so many. We have so much chicken. I know. My whole freezer is chicken because we don't have room for chicken in the other <laughs> Yeah, so we did the math on the chicken, and we actually saved money on our 48 chickens that we butchered. Heck yeah. Yeah, and it's so we know exactly what they're eating, like we talked about, you know, how big they are, all that kind of stuff. I don't know. It's just cool. Yeah, you know, like, exactly what's going into your birds. And I feel like it's almost... It's definitely more eco-friendly raising them yourself and butchering them yourself, butchering them yourself and knowing the amount that your family is going to need and use Mm -hmm. other than like getting it from a plant, which those birds are not happy most of the time. And most of the time to make them happy, they price it so much more expensive to eat a free-ranged bird that has a happy life. I'd rather know that my birds have been happy and then are, like, filled with good things and aren't full of tons of, like, hormones and stuff like that. And that same goes to, like, the vegetable garden or the yeah. fruit that is grown on our farm. I know our farm is a plethora. It is. <sighs> we have... Do you want to go into some of them, Mimi? Oh Mimi? Figs. Mimi. Mimi. That's your new name. Oh my gosh, you guys. Well, great. Emma. No. <laughs> oh, no, I did really enjoy actually the gardening part of it. Yeah. Mm. A lot. Because I like being outside. Obviously, I wouldn't have this job if I didn't. Yeah, we did a ton of basil. Hi, Shyla. <laughs> Our dog just comes wandering in. Her tail. Quack, 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 quack. No. No. Get her out of here. No, this is why we need to have it on video. <laughs> oh say my hi. Gosh. Nobody okay. wants to say hello All to right. Shiloh. Bye bye. She's not going to leave us. Hang on. <laughs> yep, she will. Anyway, continue. I will. So, yeah, I really enjoyed the gardening part of it. We grew a lot of different beans and kale and some radish and, oh, our pumpkins, which our are pumpkins. not edible. I mean, no, there the were seeds. Some, oh, were there some edible? Yes. All of them did should have been. I know. Well, no, I have some. <laughs> we did. You just missed it because it was over Christmas. Okay. Well, I missed it, but me and Riley had a lot of fun planting our pumpkin patch. <laughs> I was proud of that. <laughs> I was too. It was beautiful. We did a great job of that. Yeah, next we year. did. It was clean lines. It looked fancy. Yeah, next it year. Well, I definitely feel like we should freeze our pumpkin, like cut up and like. I feel like we grew so much, and a lot of it we didn't preserve. I feel like we grew so much, and a lot of it was for oh, what's the word? Selling it, like to and people we that did, come visit I mean, our we farm. We grew a lot, and we sold a lot, and then we had some left over. And there, that were like the yummy edible ones. But we, I feel like we didn't preserve as much as we could have. Like we could have made like pumpkin puree for next fall to make desserts, or you could like freeze some pumpkin to save it later for like roast, or like roasting Ooh. it in the oven and stuff like that. 
There's so many things you could do. There was one other. What was that big green leaf thing that you guys would cut up and just <gasps> fry? Oh, the... oh, oh. Uh, collard greens. Collard greens. I did not know. I didn't know I liked it either. About and I grew these. it because a friend of mine, Jason over at Coghill, he grew it in his garden and he, he would just talk. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's snowing. I told you it's going to snow. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel. I'm like, okay. it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It was like disgusting. The devil's dandrift. <laughs> Get some shampoo for that. Literally. <laughs> okay, enough of the snow. So, anyways, he grew the collard greens, and I and they do like the. I think it was probably on a day that I came in for lunch and was watching YouTube or something, and he's like frying up these beautiful collard greens from his garden, and I am. Um, I think his wife made this really yummy um, corn um, meal. Not cornmeal. Corn, corn bread. Corn bread. <laughs> it has cornmeal in it. It does. You're not wrong. No, corn <laughs> bread. And it was just like, it was like in like the pan seared kind that is in like the cast iron. Mm-hmm. You get a nice crisp edge on it. And I think it had like fresh corn in it and all that kind of stuff and yum. little jalapenos chopped up Oof. just yummy yum right and I'm sitting there watching this and I'm like uh I need to grow that I'm just gonna try it because I kind of heard that like that's not really something that a lot of folk around here eat it's like more of a southern thing and my mom would talk about it because she's from um down south but um we had it and I think that was like that changed our lives it really did. I did not know this thing existed, and it was so good. I love... And the whole family ate it. Like, everybody loved it. And it just is one of those plants that, you know, you take off the outer leaves, and you just keep – It it's kind of like kale. It will just keep going and going. It's still actually – Braden brought it in the other night or from the garden, and we had it in something. And I was – I didn't realize – he brought it by accident, but we ended up throwing it in to what we were doing, and it was so good. And mm. it's really easy to make. How do you – yeah um so for me I just kind of followed what everybody else does and I did a little bit of like um so we butchered two pigs this year Mm -hmm. on the farm and so we had some bacon and so I just kind of sauteed up the bacon and then I just chop it up kind of like in bite-sized pieces and then kind of use the bacon fat with the bacon chips I guess because they're kind of like niblets Mm. (laughs) okay I don't know how else that sounds really weird. Like bits. <laughs> bits. Bacon bits. But then that sounds like it comes from a shaker. So, yeah. But it was delicious. It was delicious. <laughs> but then we also add in just a little bit of red pepper flakes to it. Ooh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You just put a lid on it and you kind of wilt it down and it's just delish. And it's all a little bit crispy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's I, almost uh, like kale chips, but like even I think better. it's better. Yeah. Way better. I actually, I wonder if we could try that. Actually make... Making chips out of collard greens? Yeah. I think people should do that. <laughs> I don't know. Let's make everything out of collard greens. Shall we? <laughs> Bread. Yeah. So that was, a, that was kind of a fun, nice surprise. We grew a ton of okra this year, and we grew that in the high tunnel, so it got pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, I was growing it originally. The first year I grew it was for... And we did dry a lot of them. Actually, I need to pull those out. We dried some for um, just designing with because they're absolutely fantastic. But I tend to like okra, and fresh okra is the best. So you do just have to stay on cutting it. And so the ones that I'd let go too far, then I would hold back and let dry for the studio use Mm -hmm. um, in designing. But then the fresh, we would chop up for lunch. We froze a lot of okra, Mm -hmm. too. Like, we did really good on preserving that stuff for the winter because I love making gumbo which i still haven't made this winter and like having okra in it is so good it's so good (laughs) it is one of my favorites we grew a lot of different tomatoes i i feel like we can cut back on our tomato growth yeah (laughs) we were it was a tomato jungle it was a bit excessive and it was all like the same varieties too you know, I we feel grew like... them from seed, so that was the first year we grew those tomatoes from seed, and yeah. so I was pretty proud of that. That was my good thing. The bad thing is, is that I don't always have time to process, and I think mm-hmm. that's one thing that is on my list this year. Yeah, is to be actually take the time. That's something I absolutely love to do. It's like 
it, I just love it. I love stockpiling food. <laughs> Hoarding a little bit. Hoarding. A little squirrely squirrel. Yeah, I don't have a lot of room in my house. So, like, I do have, you know, in the wintertime, our cooler, because we don't use our cooler, turns into a cold storage for, you know, like, cabbage and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I'd love, like, if we could have a storage just dedicated to flowers and then be able to use that cooler because it's not very big. You know what would be cool if you could do an underground storage? Like an old fashioned. No. Why? Oh, because the water. Flooding and Annoying. earthquakes and lots of fun but, stuff. <gasps> I know. If I didn't love my so sauna cool. so much. But the sauna is definitely a place you could store things in the summer because mm, it, it stays, stays so, cool. so cold. Interesting. And it's dark. Yeah, you're right. And then you would just swap it out. So when our cooler... We just need to watch out for mice because mice get in there all the time. Actually, no, they haven't been because they've been like... What? <laughs> but there hasn't been food in there. No, No, exactly. but like you would have to definitely like put your... Just know how you're going to store your stuff in there. Uh-huh. But the cooler is the same thing. Mm. Yeah. You know, you have to be careful. It's totally sealed, but... Yeah. I want to grow more potatoes. I love potatoes. And I could eat potatoes every day. It'd be cool to try to grow sweet potatoes. I don't know if we can grow sweet potatoes no, here. No, we did, I think... and I grew them, and um, I just put them in late. I felt really bad because I ordered the slips from, I think... <laughs> Uh, territorial, which is here in Oregon, uh-huh. and they came and they didn't look all that great. Mm. So I ended up putting them in, and again, it's one of those things when you're planting a garden or you're doing anything like that, you just have to have all your ducks in a row before you actually plant. Mm. <laughs> and I didn't, so <laughs> it failed. Three of the plants took hold, and it just it made like a potato. Wow. One potato. One potato for you. So it was not successful. But this next year, I really, really want to strive for the sweet potatoes because that is much more healthier than actually potatoes, in my opinion. Well, yeah. They are less, I don't know. I don't know the actual science. I'm not going to pretend like I know the science. (laughs) We just like potatoes. Speaking of bowls. But actually, um, this year we're getting cows. <laughs> Look at that segue. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Left and right and turn. <laughs> Great job. Thank you. Cows. We're getting cows this year. And what are they called? Uh, Dexter. Dexter cows. <laughs> what are we naming them? Dexter. Dexter 1 and Dexter 2. No. We're getting two females um, that are going to be like our pets and then... Ooh, we should have, like, them name it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We could totally do that. Oh, do you guys want to name our cows? Okay. <laughs> Names for her cows are two lovely little Dexter cows going down in comments right now. And we'll post a picture when we get them. <laughs> when are we getting them? Um, This spring. So we got to wait until – it's actually probably closer to summer, into spring, summer. So the property that we're putting them on is just literally right next door. It's our really lovely neighbors, and they have a barn, and they just don't have the energy or time to kind of maintain the the fields that they have. So they've got a large piece of property, and it's all ready for animals. It's got a barn. It just sits empty, and he has to mow it, and he doesn't want to mow it anymore so, so we're gonna get live he, mowers so we <laughs> we have a pasture as well that we put our like we had we kind of rotate animals through for butchering so we'll have like pig first well we had sheep and then we had pigs and then we always have chickens so then we'll have the cows that will rotate through so i think we have like five five different paddocks that they'll go through so just to kind of maintain and It'll be kind of interesting. So our plan is to have the two Dexters, and they will hopefully be pregnant. This is a plan. They will give birth to two babies that then we will butcher the two babies. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh, people, please don't be mad at me. But that is how we get our food. 
So, and not that's when they're babies, though, right? No, no, not they when they grow up. They grow up. That would be too mean. <laughs> no. That would be. Oh, I couldn't do that. I'm gonna have a heart. We have, and that's I the get thing. So attached. My pigs. We get so attached. I was so sad about my pigs. I know. It still hurts. <laughs> I know. They were my babies. They were so sm- like. Oh, I'm not even gonna get into it. Cause no, we're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> Listen. No, we all love animals and treat them so well. And then we're just so thankful that they feed us. Literally. Like, it's just part of life. Yeah, and you go to the grocery store and you pick up, you know, a pound of bacon. You don't think about where it comes from or who or what. But, like, when you are so close to everything, like, you get up every morning, you feed, you water the garden, you look for all the little issues in the garden, you do, you cut it, you harvest it, you put it into canning jars, you do, you know, you're feeding mm-hmm. the animals or gathering the eggs. It's a full day of chores, and you're so thankful, but you do get attached to your animals. And then it's really hard sometimes, other than the the um, meat birds, I don't get attached to them. <laughs> When they're ready to go, I'm like, goodbye. They're kind of little monsters, not going to lie. But I love our chickens. And we free range them, but it's a lot of work. You have to move it twice. We move ours almost twice a day, or we did last year. I don't know. We did a lot of birds. So it was just, it's hot. You're tired. The end of the night, you want to go in, and you got to go do chores. Are we doing more birds this summer? I think so, because we are actually eating our birds a lot. We're going through them. I found the Instapot. You found the Instapot. That's it. Because you can take a frozen bird in 45 minutes. It's done. And you can, like tonight, I'm making it. So we had a really nice meal last night when our guests left. And um, so it was kind of our last supper together as a family and just celebrating, you know, the holidays and stuff. And we had a big thing of wild rice. And I thought, well, what, you know, I'm really trying to use what we have in the fridge and what we have in the garden instead of going to the grocery store all the time. And so I took one out and I'm like, Jay, do I have enough time to do this chicken soup? Because that sounds really good on a snowy, rainy, yucky day. And he's like, yeah, we'll just throw it in the Instapot. And he's been doing that. Uh, cooking the birds just 45 minutes i don't even know what setting because i don't know how to run it (laughs) (laughs) he just always cooks it so yeah that's been kind of nice to have those birds but we are going through them because we're we fed a lot of people this last couple weeks and then you know 45 birds we almost have chicken at least once a week if not more if not more we eat a lot of chicken (laughs) and when it's your own it just is yummy you do appreciate it more. You do. For sure. Yeah. I, yeah. So I think for me, like having the cows, it's going to be a lot of work having, I, like right now our chickens aren't laying eggs and I miss it. We're kind of giving them a break, but you know, it's like some people are like, oh, I could never do all that work you do. And I'm like, but you get used to like having the fresh eggs that taste so good compared to what you get in the store. I can't eat them. Mm. Or I'm not going to milk a cow because just, we just don't actually drink milk very much. No. I would like to make cheese. I don't know if I'll do that. I might just go down to the farm stand and get some really good milk from our neighbors who milk a cow. Go to the farmer's market. <laughs> I know. I might just do that. So anyways, yeah. I know that when it comes to food, I love being creative with cooking. I am the cooker. The chef, connoisseur, uh, in the yurt where Emma and I live. And it's definitely really interesting learning to cook in the yurt. We have one little tiny electric stove top. And a single pot. A single pot. And, and we have our toaster oven, which works really well for the most part. It's good for just two people. Yeah. If it was more than that, it'd be a little stress. Actually, Dad was, Dad was looking into getting you guys an actual stove. What? Shut gas up. or something? I don't know. Like he was talking about it. That'd be fun. I could. Pff, I had to do like two pots at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you that's, that's kind of stressful. I think. I feel like keeping I, something else warm while you're cooking something else. I have the art down. I feel like at this point. I trust you. I know. All of our meals are delicious. So you literally <laughs> only have one burner. Yeah. yeah. So you do one pot meals? Well, 
No. I don't know okay, what, what I do. What is this art when you keep it warm? <laughs> well, I just am like, I think about how I'm going to cook it. So I'm not necessarily always going to cook stuff on the stovetop. So a lot of times I'll, I've been really into doing like, like you take, like I like using your oven more sometimes. Like I'll take chicken and I like take the chicken and use some like tin foil and I make a little bowl for it and I'll put like the, Seasonings. some sort of dressing or seasoning on it, pop that in. And then I also like on the side, I'll do like potatoes on the side and then I'll let that cook and I'll set a timer for 20 minutes and then I'll take it out. And then I'll put broccoli on there, too, and then put it back in and then cook that for another 10 minutes. So it's like 30 minutes total, which is about how long it takes to cook chicken. I honestly, you could probably cook it for less, but just safety. <laughs> safety. Safety um, first. Yeah. And so then, like, you have, like, perfect meal just ready to go there. Or, like, in the pot, I'll do – I'll boil my water for pasta first while I'm prepping all of my ingredients – and then once that's boiling, you cook the pasta and you drain it and then you cook all the ingredients and then you add your pasta in. Just stuff like that, you know, and just like coming up with meals that are like easy for such a small space and just for the two of us. Like I really like making curry, curry and rice. We eat a lot of pasta. Uh, I feel like I make spaghetti at least once a week. But like with zoodles. <laughs> yeah. So we do zoodles instead of noodles most of the time. So then I'm not even like boiling anything and it's like healthier. It's lighter. I don't know. I think it tastes better. We do a lot of chicken because we have a lot of chicken, but I definitely want to get better at using stuff on the farm, which I feel like I do most of the time, but like being really creative with stuff on the farm and like being more creative with our meals in the year, but also in stuff that I can make in large batches because as I mentioned in the last video, I'm doing this transformation challenge. So Emma and I are trying to eat very, very, well, I'm trying to eat very, very healthy. I just eat whatever I <laughs> eat. <laughs> so, and, but I love making good food. I love enjoying food and I do honestly love cooking and I don't know. I like trying new things and mixing things up, you know? So it's always been kind of hard for me to go off of a meal plan where you're eating the same thing every day. I don't mind eating leftovers and like maybe I make like chili one day and then we have that for lunch the next day. Like that kind of stuff I think is really convenient and I love it that way, but I can't literally eat the same things every day and like the same flavors every day. I don't know. I get Chicken really bored. Broccoli. It does not fuel my happiness no <laughs> at all so I just being more creative with that and like how I can make like I think healthy food is delicious like I do like I love genuine genuinely love vegetables and how they taste I genuinely love like good meats and good carbs and good stuff like I feel like lately we've had so much sugar in our diet from the holidays that I am craving a lot of sugar and I'm looking to like reverse that. So like how can I do that? Like by replacing those sugars that I'm craving with uh, healthy sugars like in fruit and uh, like yogurt and stuff that is better for you and making sure that like am I really craving this or am I just thirsty do I need to drink water am I not drinking enough water because you know a lot of times your body can't tell the difference between thirsty and hungry <laughs> and like also having portion control because I know for myself I have a really big problem with binge eating especially emotional binge eating yeah I have anxiety and depression it's a good time <laughs> <laughs> we party in the USA. The Literally, it's my band-aid. Like, you know, mall cop? Yes. <laughs> you know, when he's like, peanut butter fills in the cracks of the heart. <laughs> yes. That is me. <laughs> I feel that on an emotional level. Um, so I want to be better about that because, like, binge eating is an eating disorder and it is very much like something that I think I've had most of my life. Or, like, eating because you're bored. Or, like different stuff like that. I want to be better with it and like my relationship with food and yeah, that's definitely like definitely on my heart right now. <laughs> she just spilled it out. She's like, bah. Listen, okay. listen. Also, 
I was having this thought. <laughs> We're just gonna let Riley go. Well, no, this go, is, go, I'm Riley. I'm just trying to. I had. I took some notes before we took this podcast because this this episode is a bit of a like a shamble, if you can't notice. And it's very <laughs> random. We just came up with off the spot. But I was thinking about food and how you know when Instagram first came out and everybody was like taking pictures of their food, you know, and like. Just, like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, how that's a thing. Yeah. But, like, nowadays, if you're, like, a girl that takes pictures, or, like, a person or a girl or whoever that takes pictures of their food, it's kind of, like, made fun of. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Can you explain? <laughs> because I just take a lot of pictures of flowers. <laughs> I, know. I know. I was like, I'm in a flower world, not a food world. No, I know. But, like, I feel like, oh, that Instagram girl that, like, has to take a food picture yeah. of her food before Actually, eating I didn't it. Know it. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, why do we make fun of that? Why can't she just be proud of her food? And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't get that. I want to be able to take pictures of my food take and be proud of it. Take pictures of your and food because your food is always very beautiful. Not feel, <laughs> thank you, and not feel like I'm trying to, I don't know. I don't think anybody's trying to be anything. I don't know why we keep putting on these weird stereotypes of each other and weird boxes. Like, I don't like it. Can we stop? Can we, as a community of the world, just stop putting each other in boxes and making fun of each other for doing things that we love? Mm-hmm. That went really deep, but like... Amen. <laughs> it went from gardening to counseling with Riley. Listen, I just think it's important. And I want to take pictures of my food and be proud of the food that I'm making and I can share that with everyone and not have to feel this weird guilt that's not shouldn't even be there yeah Yeah, I don't know why you feel guilt but I mean you shouldn't I think sometimes like I don't (laughs) I fall back onto recipes or food that is just like comfortable to me like I can just fall into it does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's easy to make. It doesn't challenge me. It doesn't, you know, it's just like I can whip it out from the garden or, you know, I might grab a few fresh vegetables and throw a salad together. But there's times where, like, you're talking about where you're you're creating something absolutely stunning. It took a long time. Or it's something that you kind of, like, Riley, you're always really good about creating meals just kind of on a whim and they're just amazing and I think you got that gift from your papa but just like actually I got that gift from the Food Network I was born (laughs) and raised watching it as a child Uh... (laughs) so anyways but I mean you have that same passion of just creating trying to like stretch the mind when you're putting flavors together or the taste buds and not only is the presentation like you might go out and get like a few very Pinterest worthy. Yes. I'm always like, wow. So why wouldn't you take a picture of it? That's all I'm saying. Like, I, yeah, maybe no. I just don't get what you're saying because I just not in that world. <laughs> I'm in a totally different world. We're not I there. get it. I get it. It's so just... I think you, I mean, you should because it's absolutely stunning. Yeah. And I love watching you cook because I can tell you're like really enjoying it. Yeah. You know your flavors. I cook for survival. (laughs) (laughs) I do too. Well, in some, like, I love cooking for other people. I actually like cooking for the fact that it's almost like entertainment. So Mm. it's, if I have somebody over, it's like I'm cooking to set the mood. I mean, I'm not cooking the hard thing, like the meat or something like that. I mean, sometimes I, I can do it if I want to, but Jason always likes to do it. So I let him do it. You know, it's it's almost like if we're eating outside, there's something about, like, getting our guests involved in going to the garden and picking something. Yeah. And help me. You know, like, a lot of times you go over to somebody's house, you're entertaining, and or you're coming for dinner, and they'll, you'll say, hey, is there anything I can do to help you set the table or do anything like that? And they'll be like, no, 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 just sit. I tend to like to give people jobs. Mm-hmm. Because I it's feel... It's part of the experience, I think. Yeah, totally. And Especially it's like, here. Go, yeah. It's like, oh hey, why don't we go out to the garden? Come with me. Here's some scissors. Let's go clip some fresh herbs, and then I'm going to have you chop them, and this is what we're going to do. Or we're going to make a special drink. And I always actually in the back of my head kind of feel like I have something, that a chore that I'm going to give somebody to do. Because a lot of times when they're coming over, I know them anyways. but And I know their capabilities, what they do and don't like. If there's somebody that they don't 
love, you know, to do anything. I'll be like, well, let's pull up a chair and I'm cooking in front of them. Like, here's a glass of wine, sit down, you know, kind of thing. Or if they, you know, like my brother Stuart probably wouldn't want to cook with me. I'm just saying, like, he, he, he would love to just sit there and talk to me. Yeah. yeah. You know, and keep me company. There's something. I think you just have to gauge. Yeah. The people. Yeah. The people that you're having over. But for most part, I'll, I'll be like, walk out with me. He doesn't have to do anything and mm-hmm. pick some. It is whatever. part of the experience, though, because we have a very unique mm-hmm. experience. Like most people don't actually go out to pick herbs or go out to pick anything. <laughs> yeah. And I think, too, the setting here is amazing Beautiful. because you not only do you have you know the the views of the mountain ranges and the fields and the grape vineyards and uh you've got this you know plethora of flowers that you're walking through to get to the gardens so it just brings a relationship i think from food like you know you're talking about not just like binge eating or just like you know eating whatever cuz you're starving that kind of thing like not letting yourself get to that point but also having a a good relationship with your food and knowing mm-hmm. where it comes from and the value of growing your own food yeah, can kind of change your mindset when you struggle with that kind of stuff. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of how I've, you know, dealt with things. And mm. I'll get there. Eventually, I like to cook, <laughs> I think. Well, I mean, I have had your cooking. <laughs> when? Baked things before, remember? True. Oh, and you know right. what? You kind of lit up when we started. We did all those pickles together. Do you remember a couple I years ago? I do love canning. That yeah. That was really fun. And that is something I enjoy, too. I don't. <laughs> I like I making think, the thing that's going to be canned. <laughs> I think it. it's because I live with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're just so good at it that I'm like, I can't even make it to that level. But you always make really yummy desserts. Yeah. It's also hard to cook desserts, I feel like, in the yurt. Yeah. In the little I will oven. say. It's mm-hmm. a tiny well, little Well, and I, because, I mean, the way my oven is set up is not super big. Like, it, it has a hard time holding a yeah. sheet or even the, it's, it's like you're back at the 1800s <laughs> when you're cooking with wood. Because literally <laughs> it has one temperature and you you gauge the temperature of the do- by the door opening and closing. Like you literally have to watch the temperature gaze if you're cooking. No. No. It's really hard. So I just don't make things. Like if I'm going to make something, I'll use our little oven. I mean, eventually I'll – I don't know what I'm going to do because I love my stove. Yeah. Um, I am great at making smoothies though, I will say. Yeah, you thrive. <laughs> smoothies are my jam (laughs) every morning i'm like i need fruits and vegetables in my body and this is the easiest way to do it there you go i agree i have a smoothie a lot too and i think that i mean being here on the farm you guys know it's it's hard to remember to eat i mean you guys do better (laughs) than i do but for me I just go, go, go. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. I need to eat something. So like you. No, (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, it's just super important when you're working so physically hard that you do stop and you have like a good smoothie in the morning, a nice snack. So I've tried to this year I geared my life towards kind of quick and easy like that goes. And then just having a really healthy dinner. Mm hmm. Yeah. I have to be – if I miss anything. No, I feel it. Pretty. Like, I, like, get it's faint and, like, oh, dear bad. Lord, something's going to happen here. <laughs> so good. I just get very sad. I know. It's uh, – I don't think I've ever met anybody else <laughs> who gets sad. Riley cries. She'll be like, eh, I'll just get really me? emotional all of a sudden. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, like when did you, you eat? <laughs> it's most likely because I'm hungry. Yeah. But I'm sad. So. so are you guys wanting to grow in anything in particular this year? Ooh, Other than zucchini. potatoes? <laughs> yes, zucchini. We eat so much zucchini. Well, because of our zoodles. Yeah. We like to make lots of zoodles and then just freeze them. And then anytime we want like just spaghetti like... or something, we just take out the zoodles. Yeah. And it's so good. Okay. So we'll plant some zucchinis. Lots of zucchinis. Lots of zucchini. So yellow Yee. zucchini, red, not red. Green, green. We <laughs> don't do Christmas so much yellow, stuff. mostly no, just we green. We could do yellow. I've never good. tried it. Have you ever had courgettes? No. What the is that? The zucchini 
flower stuffed. Oh, oh I've always I think we wanted should do to that. Try that would be that. like I I do too. It and, looks so fancy. <laughs> and you can deep fry them, I guess. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot of work, but I would fry them. Yeah, I think you can fry them. Like, I think you batter them almost. Uh-huh. Like, you stuff Ooh, them and then fried batter them. zucchini. This is not good for. Well, this is. We'll wait. We'll wait. Fall. <laughs> we'll do no, this I'm, in the fall. <laughs> I I I think I'm. I definitely want to grow more salad. Yes. We ate a lot of salad. Spinach, I think, Ooh, was on the list. Uh, microgreens. My freaking love microgreens. We can do those. Like, we can, we do those all, I mean, we have so all year round. But, right like, we should know them. <laughs> yeah. We ordered a whole, um, like, the seeds and systems and trays and all that kind of th- things from Haas Tools. Ooh. And they have amazing microgreens. And that is like where we've gotten most all of ours, and they are delicious. And we have we should just start some tomorrow. We should, right yeah, because that would be good. <laughs> well, I know how to do it, but yeah, I can ask him to do it for us. Make Braden do it. Um, fennel, I oh, yeah. love fennel. Oh, fennel ball. We've been eating a lot of that lately. Also, can we try to do watermelons again? Yes, or some sort of melon. I we love did. There is nothing like growing your own cantaloupe. I when so when we first got to this farm, it was kind of like uh, July into July, and I had no idea that we could grow cantaloupe. <sighs> I like candy. I took one in and I'm like brought it into the house. And I'm like oh my gosh, cantaloupe. Brought it in, cut it open, and I'm like, oh my goodness, give me a spoon. It was better than sherbet. Yeah, it was so delicious. It's like pure sugar. But, like, deliciousness. Have you ever had, oh, what are those called? What are those little fruit things that look like a tomato? Oh. <laughs> what are those? Uh, they fruit grow things. in the winter. The wi- they look like just they like, look a, like tomato. a tomato. Oh, the strawberry? The watermelon? No, 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 no. They're like a fruit. We had them. Oh, very persimmons? persimmons persimmons they taste like you know when a persimmon's like super super ripe and it's yeah. like pure sugar it's like that okay so our farm has plums pears asian pears apples, apples of like, all sorts of different yeah, types we have so many varieties of apples it's ridiculous lots of different varieties cherries of pears. cherries uh raspberries blueberries, blueberries strawberries mm-hmm uh, we have a current blackberry though we've never even eaten no, it before. No, I have, I have, I have. Just okay, don't know it. Fig. Wild, we have wild blackberries. Figs. We, we have figs. figs. Is that every blackberries? Fall? Yeah, we have the wild blackberries. Do we them. have Marion berries? Well, that's kind of a, the blackberry that's grown, the thornless ones that are trained. That's kind of what that's it is. That's pretty much. What Those it is. are delicious. And we have grapes. I gave one to Shy once. Not gonna lie, she is very excited about it. I don't think she's supposed to. Well, I. It was, she loves fruit, and she's not. I know she's not supposed to eat grapes. She gets she, diarrhea. She kept eating grapes. I mean, grapes will kill a dog. I had no idea. And then I'm like, all of a sudden, I was like, we'll pray for her. I was on the phone. No joke. I was on the phone with my friend, and I'm like, oh my gosh, my dog won't stop jumping up and eating the grapes. And she's like, oh my god, that can kill them. And I was freaking out, and I'm like, wait a second, this dog has been eating grapes for like the last yeah know, little while because they fall on the ground. We have so many grapes around here. And she's been fine. So these I, grapes are amazing. Yes. Like the table grapes. Mm-hmm. The ones growing over the pergola. Yes. Oh my goodness. They're so good. You know, and then you can freeze them. Delicious. Wait snack. a minute. That sounds so good. We forgot Ooh, to I think freeze I have them. Some frozen grapes in <laughs> the year. Now that we're thinking about it. I will snack on those tonight. We're ending right now. We're gonna uh, go take goodbye. I mean now. we're pretty much at an hour. Seriously? Yeah, I know. I th- don't know where. Okay, so let's talk about. I know because I'm like, what did we talk about? <laughs> did we? Nothing. We talked Nothing. about food, though. That was kind the main of. goal. <laughs> that was the topic, everybody. If you didn't was figure food. it out. No. Okay. Really fast. Okay. The the this year, I want to plant a persimmons. Yes. Okay. The, oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> more more raspberries. We're taking out yes. the hops. We're moving the hops, Yay. and we are going to actually put in another row. I think of blueberries. Absolutely. So, um, and also I want to grow, like we talked about, more squash, pumpkins. Can we grow, what are those yellow or like 
the orange raspberries. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, the golden raspberries. Salmon berries, right? Oh. Am I... There is some salmon <laughs> berries. I was thinking the golden raspberries. You can, they're at like Silver Falls. Yes. Those. Okay. I want to grow those. Those are delicious. Mm-hmm. I think they're okay, called I'll... salmon berries. Gooseberries? No. <laughs> <laughs> we also have elderberries. Elderberries. Yes. Oh, we have a lot of Lots elderberries. Of also, I want to grow more currants and I want to do red currants. <laughs> yes. Because they're so pretty. They you ever see like that a... in an arrangement? You probably probably can. okay. I, and that I'll... lady that brought the persimmons. There was a we went and dropped off at the market. Of the she whole... brought some. No, no, you remember this? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> here, no. What? I'm... Let me finish. Where was Let I? Let me finish. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just got really excited. Okay. No, do you remember we yeah. were at the market? She, I was telling them that this lady we were at the market, dropping off in Portland, and this lady brought. A bunch of persimmons on like sticks, right? Yeah, and they were the most amazing things I've ever seen. And she had these branches of persimmon trees, and wow, I have never been so amazed at a product being brought into the market in my life. And I was like, wait, I didn't know we could grow those here. She says yes, and I'm like, well, I want one, and so hence this story. But I want to design with persimmons. <laughs> I think so. Most of the stuff that are growing on the farm, we design with. Yeah, which is so fun. I we know. design with, and then we also. I did a really good job of making lots of jams and jellies and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But even like with our mint and red currant jam. I know. I want to. I, I want to make all the things. I just do tomato and, jam. Yeah, I, I didn't do that this year. Like I just didn't have time. I mean, it's really Sounds hard like to toe balance jams. <laughs> toe jam. Oh my God. No, it's just really hard. Nobody sympathizes with I me. I know it's it hard. It is really hard. We don't have time to do But anything. I think that this year, I seriously, going back to goals, I want to make time. I have to make time because this time of year, it helps me get through the mundane, uh, yeah, blah of winter when I can just open that fresh strawberry jam. And I do mm-hmm. always do the low sugar or no sugar, you know, using honey or maple mm-hmm. sugar or whatever. Because it just tastes like it tastes like summer, and there's something about that. Like you didn't make as much as your freezer jam this year, did you? No, I didn't. Because we had a pig taking up the whole room, so we had to like actually. I made syrup, which is really good. Strawberry syrup. Well, this year we're making freezer jam because your strawberry freezer jam is actually insane. It is so good. I would eat that with a spoon. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Like, legit. Peanut butter and that, the best. Oh, man. So I think, too, like, for both of you guys, like, canning. Like, we are going to be hopefully building the canning kitchen outside Mm, this year. That's interesting. Well, it's not a canning kitchen, but it's more like I tell Jason it's his kitchen, but it's really my kitchen. It's like (laughs) a canning kitchen. We just need more space when we're hosting and entertaining here on the farm. So we're going to build an outdoor kitchen just off the pergola. So it's kind of, you know, we can put all the bread. Because right now, I mean, Jay's on the back porch with, you know, a stupid little, I don't know if you watch our YouTube channel, but you'll see this stupid little lamp that was really old doesn't even have a lampshade on it it's just a raw light bulb to see <laughs> raw light bulb <laughs> and, i mean he's got like a plethora of different cooking apparatuses and i'm like okay they need to go into one space that's beautifully designed that's got a covering to it and plenty of light yeah yeah so that is my goal there are so many goals this year though we have so much going on all it's the ridiculous. goals it's gonna happen though no, it's yeah. gonna be the best year ever and we're hosting a wedding in july we are Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> Who's wedding? What? Friley. Look at her face. I don't think you know them. Yeah, see, I know nothing. <laughs> they a, came over. Yeah, they came over. I don't know if you were here. See, okay, then you can't blame me for things no, I, I don't told know. You, I said, we're hosting a wedding. There's, I think there's 40 people coming to the wedding. Listen, I have ADD, which means there's limited room for me to pay attention to. Um, <laughs> your fleeting message about a wedding is not going to stick. Okay, uh, so last year we hosted a wedding. We thought, hmm, it's a lot of work. I'm not sure if we're going to do this again. But it actually turned out really, really well. And the folks were super fun to work with. This year we were approached by some more friends that we know. So we can only host 30 to 50 people max kind of thing, just with everything that 
we like to do because we like to keep it small. We like to use things from our garden. We like to, you know, do all the things. And so we said yes to this. This couple was super nice. So I think it's just like we have to meet the people, make sure that we kind of vibe well, do all the things. And then, you know, it's more of an experience. It's a gathering of family and friends. And that's what our farm is all about. Mm. On a regular basis. I do love that, though, because even if it's just us three and Jason and Brayden, just the people that live here on the farm, every night is a celebration mm-hmm. of food. You know, when we go, like, no, it it's is. just special. Like, we really try and make it special for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being all, like... No, we just really try and enjoy the outdoors, the food, the gardens, the everything, you know, setting out the candle, putting out the cloth, you know, the tablecloth. And I don't know. I, just, we, I think we do a really we good We really job do. It. Because it's it's all about, okay, this is what we've worked really hard for. Let's come and sit and take a break and we've deserved this. I mean, because our days can be pretty dang long. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys had a lovely time hanging out with us and talking about food. And I hope you're really inspired to be your own farmer's market, you know? If you want to find out more about us, you can find us on Instagram at A Blooming Good Time Podcast. And you can find out more about our business at Crowley House on Instagram. And on Facebook, we are also at, at Crowley House. And you can also find our YouTube channel, which is Crowley House Flower Farms. There you'll see more about the farm and what we do on a daily basis and not just the flower farming but also the farming aspect of it and all about our cozy home here make sure to leave a like and a comment and rate because that helps us so that we can make more stuff like this and that we get out to more people make sure to share us to any of your friends that you think would be interested in listening to three female flower farmers and i hope you had a blooming good time with us 